Welcome to Recess Now, 5-Minute Bid. I'm Ralph Seymour. Today we're going to wrap up our talk on subclavian lines. And um, we went over the procedure of both the blind approach and the ultrasound-guided approach. And today I want to talk to you about malpositioned uh, wires. Now, I've talked kind of briefly about how the wire, you know, especially on the right side when you're doing subclavians, can kind of... Uh, take a turn up north towards the uh, brain in the IJ. It can happen, and it, and it seems to happen even on the left. I've seen that happen. Now, what you do if you get some tactile feedback while you're while you're introducing your wire through your introducer needle, if you feel that something didn't feel exactly smooth. And you feel like maybe you didn't go, your wire didn't go where you wanted it to go. The move then is to take your ultrasound. You should have prepped the right IJ anyway uh, above the clavicle with your chlorhexidine. What your move then is to take your ultrasound in, uh, probe and put it over the right IJ and compress it. And you should be able to see that hyperechoic wire sitting in the IJ. That means that you, that is the confirmation that you're looking for right there. The move then, if, you're, if your uh, introducer needle is still in, is that you can pull the wire back until you don't see it on the ultrasound anymore. And um, then compress the right IJ with your left hand and reintroduce um, the wire with compression of the IJ with your non-dominant hand. Now, I'll admit, this is a lot easier to do if you have the 18-gauge uh, ca uh, catheter that's over the needle uh, in instead of just the needle because you kind of have to hold that needle with, with one of your hands. Uh, while you're threading the wire. So it's easier to do this if you're just using the catheter that comes in the kit. There's like a little 18-gauge catheter over a needle. You can uh, you can th uh, take out your introducer needle and you can uh, put the catheter over the wire into the subclavian vein. Now you have full control to use kind of both of your hands without holding the catheter. That's, that's my recommendation on that. I never use that little catheter in any other application except for uh, malpositioned wires. Because I feel like in malpositioned wires, I have to have control over what I'm doing. So that's the move. The move is to take your wire out until you don't see it in the IJ anymore. Then you're probably right there in the subclavian, but not out of the subclavian, okay? Like outside of the vessel in the skin. You want it to still be in the vessel, but then you occlude that uh, IJ with your left hand right above the clavicle, so you're kind of sealing off that highway where the wire seems to want to go, and then you reintroduce that wire into the into the uh, the um, into the vessel so that it goes into the heart. I found that to be uh, pretty successful um, on both sides of the patient, the right side and the left side of the patient. Now, um, if you didn't recognize that you um, that you put the wire in and it went up towards the IJ, um, uh, then you know you inevitably find this out on chest x-ray you can still probably save this line um, if you really wanted to uh, by uh, rewiring the triple lumen and uh, taking the triple lumen out and then putting a that 
that same 18 gauge catheter over the wire into the vessel and then uh, taking your um, wire all the way out and then kind of rewiring the new catheter but while occluding the IJ and that should uh, send the wire back into the correct uh, anatomic location that you're looking for in the SVC. Look, I, I'm not a big fan of rewiring triple lumens. I, I just don't find it to be a very sterile way to go about it. But if you notice, I, I don't know how that you could notice this while the patient is still sterile because you got a chest x-ray. So that means you broke sterile field. So I don't really know that this really has a a strong indication, but it is possible to rewire a triple lumen if you're desperate, and that's the only thing you could do. It's a really hard access patient, I suppose. So just worth mentioning. The other thing I wanted to mention uh, in this podcast um, before I wrap up is the uh, arterial aspect of things. The arteri- the uh, subclavian artery is, is, uh, is a vessel, right? It, it's actually uh, travels right superior to the clavicle so above the clavicle that's kind of how you know on chest x-ray that you cannulated the artery um because uh you could see the catheter kind of traveling above the clavicle and then it ends up uh crossing uh the midline if you put it in on the on the left uh or on the right and it doesn't cross the midline if you if you put it in on the left um so just little things like that uh you know anatomic differences on the chest x-ray you should know that the subclavian artery kind of goes above the clavicle um so it's going to be apparent on chest x-ray now uh the other thing that i want to make mention of is that if you cannulate an artery, the subclavian artery, don't take it out. Call a vascular surgeon and get their recommendations. There is a way that you can kind of uh, hold pressure there by bringing the subclavian artery up um, by pinching around the clavicle. I've heard of techniques like that. I really don't recommend that stuff, guys. I think you should call a vascular surgeon. The outcomes are really bad uh, when you pull these lines um, out of the artery. It's really not a, a, a good thing to do, especially in the carotid, but also in the subclavian artery, even though it doesn't carry the same kind of stroke risk. This will uh, wrap up our talk on subclavian uh, central lines. I hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next time.